Welcome back, my newfound friend. How are you doing with podcast number five, ongoing homework assignment to think upon the question, how does God feel about your grief? Have you already or are you starting to get some answers to the question? Have you written them down? If not, it's never too late to start. Okay, so let's jump right into the podcast. When we've lost a loved one, we all go through some common stages or phases of grief, such as these four I'm about to share with you, with the first two coming in this podcast. Yes, there are more phases you may have read about or heard of, but these four really do cover them all and are foundational for you to understand what you and I are going through and that it's normal, it's okay. The first one is shock and numbness. This phase is right then and there when the death of your loved one happens. For your brain to emotionally survive that initial shock of the loss, you will feel numb and you will shut down. It's a protection mechanism that God built into our brain's functions. When my dad died, it was a shock. I, I talked to him the night before he died. I was numb. Detached from reality, I shut down. I could barely function. I was now trying to survive the craziness of starting the ninth grade of junior high school as a 15-year-old, and even worse, at a new school. I was numbly going through the motions of daily life. Close relatives knew I needed professional counseling, which I got, which did no good at all. But what I believe helped me the most was that I had a praying maternal grandmother who was patient and kind. She was my listening ear for me throughout my high school years. She never gave me advice, but rather just listened and prayed for me. My young 35-year-old mother was of no help to me because she was grieving the loss of her husband of 15 years. It took her five years to become normal again. She remarried to a fantastic man who was my best man at my wedding in 1974. So I know that it was my grandmother's faithful prayers that kept me from totally messing up my life. When my son died on April the 9th, 1997, I was in shock and numbness for a month. I literally laid in a fetal position on the bedroom floor and wept for days and days and days. But the weeping was what I call vomit weeping, meaning that my weeping would come in violent, gut-wrenching weeping like I was vomiting, but it was weeping. I went to counseling, but again, found it to be of little use. When Luann, my precious wife of 46 years, became 
ill and then suddenly six weeks later died on November the 2nd, 2019, I experienced a deeper level of shock and numbness totally unlike any grieving process before. And of course, the vomit weeping came in waves every day and night for well over a year. I hated the nighttime. Lots of sleepless nights. Insomnia. As of this podcast's date, it's only been about 28 months since she went home to heaven, and I'm still numb. And it's still a shock to me that she's gone. It's surreal. I now have what I call grief bombs, which are moments when out of nowhere, wham, the grief bomb with vomit weeping hits me and I'm in shock and numb and weeping. I know you've had them too. Now, after two years, those grief bombs don't last as long as they used to, and they aren't as frequent as they used to be. Here in this phase one, most people lose their routine of staying healthy and fit. They gain weight or lose too much weight. They don't eat correctly. Their sleep habit becomes bad. Personal hygiene suffers. There's just a whole mess of problems that will crop up. They have insomnia. I'll be covering all those issues in future podcasts. And by the way, my qualification for speaking and teaching you on the subject of health is that I've been in the healthcare industry since 1969. And I've been a chiropractor since 1980. So I've got considerable experiences from working in hospitals, medical clinics, and then having my own private chiropractic practice during those 50 plus years in the healthcare realm. Now, the second phase is longing for and searching. This is the phase where you'll have an assortment of feelings such as sadness, anger, anxiety, and confusion. Now, I call them brain storms where it's like your brain is experiencing a terrible electrical violent thunderstorm with a tornado fast approaching you basically a brain storm is extreme stress this is where a grieving person is deeply experiencing a longing or yearning for the deceased person and wanting them to return to feel the terrible emptiness created by their death Oh my, yes. How we long for our loved one to hold us again, to talk to us again, to be with us again, to hold their hand and tell them how deeply and how much we love them. Oh, how we yearn for them and search for them in our memories and photos and videos to want them to come to life again right before our eyes. How long will this longing for and searching go on. Well, everyone's timeline is different, but realize this, that it's normal to want to long for and search for them, but only for a season, then we must move on. How do you do that? Well, that's why this podcast is here for you, so you'll learn 
the how-tos. And please be aware that each podcast will build upon the previous one, so it's best not to skip around. Now, you can, but you'll miss things that have built upon the previous. Now, in podcast number seven, I'll share with you the next two stages. I leave you with 2 Corinthians 1, verses 3 through 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God.